Um, sorry, can we just talk for alone for a second, please? No, Mitch's family. Okay, um, Rob has been accused of sexual assault and, um, the news is about to go public. Oh, no. He's got that huge movie coming out. There's more? Ramsey, Ramsey's up next. I've been trying to tell Jocelyn, and I can't get her to listen to me. What, you think she doesn't already know about this? You think that she knows? There's a reason she hasn't answered his calls. Yeah, but I mean, I don't think Rob would do something like that. You don't think people are capable of hiding what they really are? Whoa, was that a sneeze? Yeah. Oh, it was like it stifled a lot. It just seemed like a little. Oh, is that Rachel? Wow. Hey, guys. Hello. Are we ready or? Yeah. (laughs) Corey? Are you ready for your performance? Are you going to be my opening act? We are family. All right, welcome back, Idol fans. This is Idol Podcast. You know Jackie View, Jackie Andy, joined with Jackie Rachel, Jackie Brandon, and Corey. And we're talking about the finale of The Idol, season one, episode five, Jocelyn Forever. Uh, wait, are there fans of The Idol? Or are there people just hate watching and just hoping it ends with uh, at some point? No, there are fans. Thank God it's over. <laughs> I don't know. There's rumors of a season two now. Are you joking? Well, <laughs> there's no way. Did I... they cut the season short? No, no, not technically. What, what happened was it got decided that it was going to be five at like, you know, way not like at the last minute or anything like that. Um, that was in like the pre-planning stages or something, I guess. But yeah, a lot like no uh, other appearances, right? With Anne Hayes, Cher, Elizabeth Berkeley. So it, it would be interesting to see what they actually filmed and cut. I just wish they cut everything, but uh... <laughs> no. But Jacqueline, you did you did mention that it was originally supposed to be six, right? And they, but it wasn't like oh the I show's don't... performing poorly. Let's cut an episode. Let, let... Exactly. But what I will say is because I didn't. I didn't care for the finale. One of my issues was was that it felt uh, rushed. So I am curious what happened. Yeah, I don't know what happened. Um, I was liking it at the start, but man, which part? (laughs) Beginning, the beginning. I was. I wanted to see what would happen with the show. I don't know. Like I was, you know, interested and like. I mean, I was also trying to watch it and like. I kept getting questions, so I felt like I was like, I'm trying, I'm like, really want to watch the show. Oh my god, mm-hmm. I kept having to pause it. Uh, I know we'll talk about a lot about this wonderful finale, and I put that as lo- uh, loosely as possible. But I watched this after work at 1 a.m. in the morning Eastern time, and I felt like I was sitting through an hour and five minutes of a fever dream. I have no idea what I. I I'll be 100% honest. I know I give a lot of crap to the show and the weekend and glad we didn't actually have much dialogue from the weekend for the most part. But I really wasn't sure what I was watching. It felt like after the last like six or seven minutes of last week's episode when Jocelyn found out 
that this was all a setup. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, this whole entire show twisted and turned into a different show again. It felt like the first half of the show was basically, you know, for all the older people, my age or late, or, you know, who, you know, like this was like Star Search, where we had like a half hour. Uh, yeah, once I mean, they started the whole like once they were dancing forever in that thing i was like all right all right we can move along but before that i you know <laughs> and yet everyone everyone during people time and whoever else they were so blown away by that show uh, people were joking it was like one note and they were like oh my god this is amazing <laughs> i mean we all know coming into this that the people who like ramsey and uh chloe and all these people are talented, but isn't that what we were doing for the first, you know, the last two episodes, seeing how talented these people were? I mean, I just, it felt like, you know, the idea that they try to smush together what the initial idea of a six episode show and the last, and this last episode felt like they were putting in so much stuff that nothing truly stuck. And, and I'll say it again. I know that I'm the anti- idol anti you know the weekend and all this stuff on this on this panel but the idea the fact that and we'll get into it but she's now the the villain of this this piece i mean well we said that like we were alluding to that happening and i understand like the first you know minute and a half of the pilot we find out she can do all these emotions and how good of an actress you know she is right but i mean if this was supposed to be like an, a, a woman empowering type of story of her getting her life back and stuff. And then all of a sudden at the end, we find out that she's the actual villain of the piece and the stuff with the comb wasn't real and all this other stuff. It's like uh-huh. watching for five episodes. And well, I'm fine with it. I'm fine with her being the villain, but I just don't. But then she well, went up with him anyway. I, yeah. And I don't know if that's like that now fair? supposed to be against his will. It's taking his, I don't think it's like as clearly decided how bad it is for him. Like, I don't think they show that. Like, if we're supposed to imagine it. Um... I, well, oh, when you say you say they didn't show basically what's going to happen after the concert or the stuff that happened during those six weeks. I think both. Well, I don't I don't know if he was right. Was he around? I don't know. Even the fact I mean, this is like now we're getting to the end. But I almost think like leaving the envelope, the, the pass in Mauricio Jackson. It's like I'm taking away your Tedros identity. Like, you can't be Tedros anymore. Even though at the very right. end, the person who is the most important person in my life is Tedros. I mean, this show I, is just like, I'm like, I understand. Yeah, I- what I'm saying, it's supposed to be saying, like, he's under her control. It's kind of what Xander said. I guess it's what's been happening to Xander the whole time. He made it a little bit out, but at the expense of other people. And, it, yeah, I don't know. And actually, like, maybe unpopular opinion but the beginning of this, I was watching. I felt a little bad for Tedros. <laughs> I totally disagree with that. I mean, and what was the, like I said, for four, and I apologize, we're not letting Rachel speak. I apologize. But we basically, for four episodes, said this guy's the most awful person in the history of like mankind and all this stuff. And then all of a sudden, the beginning of this episode, you feel bad for the guy. I'm like, what are we doing? It's like, well, <laughs> we need an extra episode of this awful. Wait, no, I. You- you guys felt bad for him. Shockingly. I mean, you could say... I didn't he, feel bad for him. You could say he got what he deserved. Absolutely. But, I mean, all of a sudden, he's just a sad, drunk, sitting in the corner, watching his everything he's ever done, you know, fall apart. And he's, he basically yeah. got... Corey, did you, did you watch the show before this? 
But he yeah. found those people. This was his family. His family got taken away. I guess like it would have been like five hundred thousand would have been a good payment. But I'm sorry. I'm sure. I'm sure Rachel has many thoughts on this. So I, I don't want to take away her. Uh... I just don't buy. Like I just don't buy it. So it, within, I don't know how many days passed between the party where Jocelyn finds out that Diana set her up. Like yeah, Diana falls apart. She is, you know, in control again. I just like don't buy it. And I don't buy that she was playing him the whole time. I think maybe she took back control, but I think that it was said that maybe the brush thing was like made up. I think we had kind of talked about that in, in a past episode. So that, that when that came out, okay, not super shocking, but I think that she genuinely was surprised and hurt when she found out that she was set up and she was brought to the club on purpose. And called acting. Yeah. Like the know, whole time, I guess. Stuff with Ryan, I think that she's probably genuinely hurt about that. Why do you keep calling Rob Ryan? Shit, Rob. Sorry, I don't know. Is there not a Ryan in the show at all? I don't think so. What's his <laughs> Is one of the actors' names? Yeah, I don't know. It's not a Ryan. It just is like not like they, they just did not sell it to me in this last episode. I, mean, I, I do kind of. I think it was both rushed, as Brandon was saying, and also there's points that I felt like it was never going to end. <laughs> so just. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm with you, Rachel. I yeah, I just I wasn't buying what they were selling, and it felt uh, the word clumsy kept coming to mind. Like it just it didn't. It just uh, some of the elements were in place, but uh, for the most part, I just thought they missed the mark. It didn't really work. I agree. I mean, I think that Variety's uh, Allison Herman put it best in her. I was reading some stuff this morning. The Idol promised kink and delivered vanilla. I mean, yeah, where like. I can't believe someone didn't die or something more shocking didn't happen. The beginning, I really thought the, the house was going to burn down. When she went outside, when Tedros was getting talked to about the Little Red Riding Hood, and she's outside, I guess, getting ready for her performance, I thought she was about to burn down the whole house with everyone in it. Like, I thought, I don't know. I just thought there would be epic. something um, darker happening. It's this, And even that, like, that you mentioned the uh, the Red Riding Hood speech people have been complaining about the dialogue uh throughout the series i haven't necessarily agreed but yeah like in like in this episode a lot of it just didn't really uh work when that 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 big speech by Jaime, it was it was supposed to be very you know impactful and he was supposed to come off as as intimidating and i just i didn't think it it landed and and there were several instances like that for me throughout the throughout the episode I, well, you know, I'm sure I know I'm repeating myself, so I apologize, but you know, that's what that's why you have me on the show. Uh, but it just felt like, like I said, the last 10 minutes or so of episode four and then all of episode five felt like a totally different show than they were giving us for this for basically, you know, two. So you don't three, think people episodes. can hide who they really are? I don't just, I, I'm not saying no, but I mean, you had this as supposed to be as this super sexy voyeuristic show. And then the, the big part of the fifth episode was oh, lost chili I, peppers for you, yeah, which I'm not going to. Yes, exactly. Which I'm not going to complain about because she's <laughs> a woman, but the only, the only sexiest you saw in this whole entire episode was the fact that, you know, uh, Jocelyn has an, a, an amazing, you know, ass, but so, you know, and I don't even know why we, we, she was basically half naked throughout that performance. But besides that, this was like the most bland, 
all right, we have to finish this show. And the weekend told us we could use his house for 90% of the show. And, you know, we got to, we got to possibly humanize, you know, the co-creator of the show. And this is what we're getting for this, like, like this hour and five minutes of, I've never in this whole time said, show said, agree with people said the show was boring, but there was major parts of this episode that maybe it was because, like I said, I was half exhausted from getting home from, you know, a double at work, but I was just like, I, I know you, you, you stopped a couple times because of people, you know, distracting you, but I literally, I think three times went and paused uh, the DVR to see how much time was left. Cause I'm like, what is happening here? This is like, you know, showcase. Well, but show- also, sometimes you see that in the last episode because you know they have to come to a conclusion and you want to know how much time there is. Yeah, but this felt like, you know, you were just squeezing everything together. And I mean, I would not want to sat through two hours of this show on the final night. But I mean, this really felt like this was supposed to be six episodes. And I know that they've said that like, uh, the woman who plays Destiny has said that she was told it was a five episodes when uh, with her interview last week. Mm-hmm. But the idea of the fact that it felt like this was this should have been two episodes that was combined into one and everything happened so fast. I understand like at the yeah. end, six weeks later before the concert happens, but leading up to we find out that Diane has, you know, told the truth of what happened. Chloe confirmed it. And then all of a sudden where, you know, the next episode in, in, she- in devil ears. Oh, wait, he's been manifesting this forever. I mean, we just is such a jump. And I understand that, you know, time is relative and everything else. But something happened either in the edit room or just on the fact that we have to get this crap done, that there was such a leap between the end of last week's episode and the start of this week where it felt like we're missing 30, 40 minutes of story that I'm yeah. not made it any better. But it just felt like there was some major part of the story that was missing to make it believable that Jocelyn was getting used and abused for basically four, four hours of our time. Then all of a sudden in 10 minutes of, of time, we find out that she's this super powerful woman who's manipulate the whole entire situation. And, you know, this is basically after four episodes of her being abused, she's taking back her life in 10 minutes. I mean, it's just, it for me personally, it didn't work. And I'm not, and I know I'm coming from somebody who didn't love the idea of the show to begin with, and I understand, like, the, the music producers, um, I forgot his name, I'm sorry, uh, Mike. Mike Dean. Mike, thank you. Uh, that he's supposed to uh, maybe almost, like, be a surrogate for the audience where he's, like, in his uh, weed-induced stupor. He's going, I got no idea what's going he- uh, going on here. And I guess, in theory, he, you know, we're supposed to be kind of the same way. Yeah, but- I don't know how much I liked that. And a lot of people were talking about how much they like that and like, oh, I want to watch a show of just Mike Dean and his buddies getting stoned and blah, blah. No, I don't want to watch that. That was boring too, for the most part. I mean, like I said. Well, yeah, speaking um, in the beginning, I guess I don't even know how Tedros got Mike Dean there, but he's still there. I guess he's like, oh, I'm working with Jocelyn. I don't know if last time I know she was singing that tough love song after shocking Xander. But we got like more lyrics to it. And yeah, it's just like when you listen to the lyrics of all the songs, it's so weird. I mean, I guess stuff on the radio now maybe has, if you actually listen to the lyrics, you'd be like, wait, what? Like, I can't imagine a song like this, like force me and choke me. I want to, I don't care if I'm the one. I just want to be one of the, one of your girls. 
you're saying that and i'm like well i'm happy for songs like flowers where women are standing up for <laughs> like well can you, or, you. Can buy can you imagine flowers. her i don't know maybe but i don't know really, can you imagine you you see the type of show they intend to put on, right? And she's got all these like young fans. Mm-hmm. Does well, that strike you as realistic? <laughs> all right, but still, the the, the fans, you know, Britney Spears and Christina Aguilera, their music and their fans, you know, different things like that change. You but know, are there know? are there shows that crazy? I don't know. I'm I'm poor. I I can't afford to go to shows. No, I'm kidding. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's just. I'm just so I'm almost I'm happy that you know Brandon's kind of gone to our side of this, but I feel sad that Brandon got broken by this finale. It's just like the only person who was truly enjoying this show for the most part was Brandon, and now it feels like Brandon is almost has been you know scarred by this finale. I know I'm being a little silly on this, but enjoying. Brandon, I didn't think it was great. I was enjoying it. Going back to Mike Dean, I I you guys just cut out for a sec, so I don't know if somebody already said this, but I think it was really funny how like him and his boys mocking Tedros. They were kind of all like acting like this is like this is crazy. This would never happen in what whatever. Some I think somebody said Atlanta. I forget what Mike Dean said. But he was like, This is some like real Hollywood shit. Like this does not happen uh other places. I just thought that was funny at least. And he didn't, I don't think he, he really even paid that any mind, Tedros, that they were like laughing at him and mocking him and making fun of him. And like, they were like, never trust a motherfucker with a rat tail. Now he's a laughing stock <laughs> in, in general. I know that too. What? I don't, like to bring that back and say it, like, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> and, and Corey, again, <laughs> yeah, I'm really uh, broken and scarred. No, I, I still thought, I still, I, I was entertained to some degree by the episode. I, I was very curious how it was going to end. And again, there are, I I thought there were some good things in the in the episode, or at least good ideas. Uh, I just didn't. I don't know. I didn't think the finale worked as well as the others. You were going to say something, Andy? No, it's just I don't know. The, I mean, even because I read in one of the the article Corey sent to that that's not really like what a wrath tale is when you think of you know extending down out of the hairline versus you know whatever but so i i i just thought it was weird for them to have mike dean bring it up too i mean i feel like now tedros is just a laughing stock in general even if you go to later the security guards clowning on him yeah and but, again Corey, if, if anything yeah i would like to have seen more we mentioned the or i mentioned the the six weeks what happened with him, all the revelations, the TMZ stuff. I actually, I would like to have seen more of that. Hmm. I think coming out of this whole type thing, and I know that we're jumping around, I apologize, but I really want to know what this original version, which we'll never know, but mm-hmm. I would, I'd like to know what the original version of this show was from an actual female point of view and what, you know, what type of stuff was changed, what, what stuff like actually survived the initial version of this. I mean, because like there, we've said multiple times, there are s- small glimpses of this show that were good. The performances that were real. There were some really strong performances. There were really strong things. But it just, I want to know what was left on the table and what we could have seen. Because I, I said, I think there are good ideas in this show. To your point that you made, someone I read somewhere that they did film, they cast um, like a child version of Jocelyn. So to your mm-hmm. point, one of those cameos could have been the mother or something right 
but yeah, I, it's unclear as to whether, yeah, was Jocelyn controlling the narrative with her mother the whole time? Uh-huh. I'd imagine that if with a female director, like the power dynamics would have just been more nuanced instead of this kind of flip in the last episode. Um, I, I think that like it could have been done more tastefully and throughout the show kind of giving more hints to all of a sudden, oh, big reveal, Jocelyn's a villain. Like, yeah. But I think there were a good amount of hints, too. They might have been. Can I read something? I can I read something to you guys I saw in uh in the Times I I thought was interesting. Sure. Wanna hear your take. So this is New York Times, Esther Esther Zuckerman, she wrote so regarding the ending, yeah, again, the uh, the ending, the very end, which uh, I didn't necessarily like either. No. Are we supposed to believe it was a, all a ruse on Jocelyn's part, that she used her own story of abuse to manip- manipulate him? That's what I think Levinson and Tess Fay are getting at, but it's more confusing than anything. If Jocelyn were a real pop star, aligning herself with a man who went to prison for holding a woman hostage would tank her career. That's not power. That's a man's idea of what power looks like for a woman. I think that's brilliant. I, I, I mean, like I said, I, I can't, you know, truly understand woman's point of view on certain things. But that what she just said there, I think, is just is perfect and perfectly explained. It, the show was basically a fantasy, a guy's fantasy of how women would deal or should deal with with you know with trauma and different things. On it's, I, I don't think I could have said that better myself. I think that's perfectly explained by the New York Times. Yeah, well, it's confusing if she even had. I, yeah, I, I, yeah, I. It did wrap up too quickly, and I really kept thinking something bigger was going to happen with the end, and to call him up on stage. Right. I, it. Can you? Is there something I'm missing? How does it all make sense exactly? It doesn't. It does. I mean, and, and then he's like, the love of her I, life. Really. Yeah. Yeah. And then because I did only watch it once, but as I recall. So she brings him out. All the people or most of the people in the audience are going to know who he is and they embrace, they kiss. And the audience, as I recall, they were cheering. Yeah. Well, does that make sense? Is that how I don't even think anyone knows what the hell's going on. They're like, whatever Uh whatever comes out, they're cheering the aftermath. They'd probably be like, wait, what that's i mean yeah like you're saying it should be the guy used to be a, a pimp he groomed right. underage but i could see know. a big um mass of people kind of just mindlessly cheering yeah i mean uh-huh. that's like they'll get you to say anything at any of these things like come on you go to any big thing like that and you actually think about like I. so this is what the filmmakers intended like you think that's one of the you think that that's a, a point the show is trying to make? Hmm. I mean, I think part of it, I think it's supposed to be that everyone in Hollywood and everyone in the industry is a fake and they do whatever they can to tell their story and to keep control. I mean, I know, like I said, I, I know that we're mostly, maybe we'll talk about at the end, or I'm not sure how we're structuring this episode because we're talking about such interesting things. The idea, the fact that when, after the six weeks later, you have, you know, our three management talking heads saying that, yeah, this article basically ruined his life, and then they're yes. all when Jocelyn comes on stage. We ruined him. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm glad you guys brought that up because I I actually thought that was a great moment in the finale. It really it really sinks in, really registers just how despicable to some degree these three are. Right, but then there, there's the- nothing in in actuality. There's nothing funny 
about this situation. And of course, there's nothing wrong with wanting to get rid of this guy, but to to you know to celebrate the way they did, to laugh, to get off on it is is absurd. I agree, but then, but like you said, then you see their reaction when uh, Jocelyn brings uh, brings him on stage. Yeah, and it's like, wait, so they destroyed this guy's life, oh, which mm-hmm. should be destroyed. They destroyed his life, and then she's coming out and then reversing. Everything that the story almost said because it's the yeah, love maybe they're worried life. about the backlash that like Brandon's bringing up that should be there. But just all the all the back and forth Nikki does in this episode alone mm-hmm. is very inconsistent. It, again, if there'd been more time, maybe I'm not saying her like performance was bad or anything like that. It just it wasn't. People were complaining about plausibility throughout the series. I, I wasn't necessarily on board with that, but, but I just, when it comes to this episode specifically, uh, yeah, I just, uh, a lot of it, I just wasn't buying. I, I agree. I mean, it's, I mean, so then, all right, well, just like to keep co- to go through it a little bit. And I do have a, a, a question of what you guys think, but I just wanted to say like, then when you kind of hear the rest of that tough love song, or we at least supposed to believe like, it's almost like a whole uh, like what the show is of like then it kind of is like almost like yeah I'm gonna play along like you're in charge but you're not really I'm getting what I need and then see you later that that's like what the lyrics say I don't know um and you know that's it like he's at the house oh was the SWAT people there for him or for her like now because you know how we were saying oh there's all these like the armed guards and stuff that seem to appear after him, but then they, they're the people that take him out. So it's like, who are they, who are they working for? I guess just her who hired them to be like, yeah, you gotta stay at the house. And he, I mean, he was okay with it when they were there, but uh, whatever. She's trying to just ignore Tedros, right? The whole time you served your purpose, all, all of this stuff gets the, you know, retells basically the story of how they met and says you're, it was a whole setup. You're a con man and a fraud. To, to get rid of them then it comes that the management team's going to be there okay let's put on the show she's also this whole time disregarding that leia wants to talk to her but only the tour matters i want you guys to be the opening act da, da, da. and when she's saying this too i was like wow like you're gonna exclude xander from this and of course tedros picks that up right i like i think it would be interesting to find out more of the backstory of what why she wanted to block Xander this whole time and why Xander saw who she was the whole time, right? Yeah. You don't care, Corey? I think there's so many that more relationship. There's something like so interesting in that relationship to me. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I mean, it's All right. Well, you no, guys reference you guys reference this in in the last episode Xander's actions. You you guys aren't are you guys buying what he's doing throughout this episode? Why is he aligned with Tedros? But like the whole ruining Rob to be a star. Yeah. This is this leads into my question to talk about the Rob thing. Was, Jocelyn's ignoring calls from him, right? And mm-hmm. this and then all unfolds as now everyone's at the house and they're gonna watch the performance and whatever. And happening too that Leia's trying to pull Xander away when Xander fully well knows he's gonna get up and sing when they're here, right? Like he's gonna yeah. shoot his shot. So you're like, well, no, he's not going to want to leave. But also, it's also 
despicable in the way that he made the decision of saying, like, I don't see that as, oh, really? You had to put this guy up for sexual assault in order to try to break through in the record industry? Because then there's the point, did did Jocelyn know this whole time what Tedros was doing? I, I don't think she did. I Like, when she turned her phone off and he was calling... I just assumed like she didn't want to be distracted because, you know, he was like, oh, come with me, come with me. Well, I'm on his press tour. I don't think she knew. Since they're making her the big bad, what's being proposed is she that's why she called him. She called him to get Tedros jealous, knowing then Tedros would retaliate. Well, what is it to like get back at him for cheating on her? Uh huh. Exactly. And and also, I think the and the photo. I don't know. It's just that's too like it's too much like they're, they're trying to flip it in such a big way i i feel like it would actually yeah, well, be more impactful so- if she didn't know or if she wasn't the ringleader behind literally everything but i don't know what are we supposed to believe i think it's just like at what cost because at this point like i want to believe that she didn't know about the allegations but then at that point when they came out she couldn't align herself with him because she had to protect her own tour she can't come out at that point and say no no it's not true because then she's wrapped up in a scandal Mm-hmm. but i sort of but didn't know about the allegations but that she had to then make a conscious decision not to get involved because she didn't want it to affect her career so she seemed kind of sad like, outside smoking her cigarettes or whatever why do you but it's almost like leia realized it and that's why she left i mean i also want to know what's in that note or leia leia got that really right. short under the stick in this whole show they everybody just makes her to be some annoying like pest. i really hate that guy who puts his arm around her and is like come on let's dance or whatever Mid- like I want him to be gone. Well, well, Mitchell got an. It's nice that bold, uh, the the bold guy got a name. His name is Perry. I think he's Mitchell. So I mean, yeah. Nice to see by the end of the show that you know you got a name. But Xander Starkside come out. He's like Mitchell's family. Like, uh, uh-uh. well, he's just trying to. Survive. I think Leia was the genuinely the only person who like wasn't messed up in this mm-hmm. show, and then she left in the end. And and uh, Jocelyn's okay with that. That's her best friend. Does but. Let's be honest here. Based on everything we learned in this last episode, does Jocelyn actually need anybody? Does she really have any friends? I mean, she is the master manipulator. And I'm not saying that's a good or a bad thing because, you know, you have to do sometimes you have to do things to survive your on your own. But I mean, like, I think the idea of that that one like single tear that went down when uh, when the story comes out of the that he's being let that uh hot rob is being let oh. is like he's being let go you know he's only in like five percent of the space is only in like five percent of the movie and everything like that i think that that's her basically putting on another act like she does right. in the beginning i mean i don't want to go and say but that for who? She, who's she putting the act on for to make tedros think this is the whole what to make tedros it's, it's getting so that. convoluted though yeah well, welcome to the weekend and yeah. That's what the show is. It's convoluted crap. It, it is. And it's not it's not then ex, then fully explained. Also, I'll bring up the there is the point that, you know, it's probably not great to perpetuate this women lie about rape thing. Right. Oh no, absolutely. It's just uh that's, so that's also not great. Well, and you want to say just dropping things, you just you have this whole entire storyline of yeah, she's most likely Leah is mostly being Leia. I'm sorry, or is most likely being used by Isaac and the whole quote unquote cult. But you had this storyline of her and Isaac, and that just basically 
went away out of nowhere. I mean, yeah, they, they did have a half a discussion on the fact that she didn't believe that Tedros was, you know, was was good for Jocelyn. But you had this, quote unquote, you know, budding relationship or tr- and then all of a sudden that just disappears. I mean, OK, if there's a season, there's an unfortunately a season two, maybe we pick up on that and we find out what was in the letter and everything. But we just had a spinoff of Leia with a different um, <clears throat> team of, you know, directing team, with, uh, Amy Simon's takeover. And just no, and Corey, you're Leia, you know, like a Mary Tyler Moore style, like you know, <laughs> throwing her hat up. Yeah, yeah. You're complaining about the show, but you agree that this episode could have been stronger if it had been longer. <laughs> I'm not saying no because there's so many holes that it makes you more frustrated on the idea of the fact that, like, you have like these moments like with Destiny and stuff like that, and you have all of these. You have like I've said every episode of this show. There have been moments that have been good, but when you go and you basically feels like there's 20 or 30 minutes of material just lying on an editing room floor because they ran out of apparently maybe time to do everything, the show just gets even more convoluted and it's more frustrating. Like I've said from the beginning, I am being 100% honest that I am not someone who like who liked this show from day one. But if I'm going to watch something, I'm going to try to figure out what to like and not like fairly and they didn't give i don't feel they gave the audience a chance to fully understand and get a true vision of what this final episode and if this is a conclusion of a season or a conclusion an actual finale of the show i think they did a disservice for the people who either like the show or hate watching the show or actually you know disliked it altogether. there's a problem with the way that this show was structured that you basically left so much to Quote, well, you want to say so much to the imagination, you want to give maybe credit to the fans of the show to actually just figure it out for themselves. But I think it's just too big of a leap. <laughs> there's Leah problems. There's Jocelyn problems. There's so many problems with the, the leaps of faith that you have to take on this show that this finale is a disaster. It is not a good finale. It's not, it wasn't a good show to begin with. There, there are strong performances, but as an overall assignment of watching this show it's a failure i just think it's funny that you're complaining that so much is left to the imagination but you've also complained about how heavy-handed it is and how gratuitous it is well if i'm going to watch something i should at least be able to understand why i got from point a to point b there is no understanding i mean and i know i'm i'm just droning on but honestly there is nothing that truly makes sense if you if you want to say a woman was a woman scorned and all of a sudden once that happens it's burnt earth to the to Why everyone. She really be mad? I don't even know if she could be that mad about being cheated on if she was in this whole. She monotony. told him she wanted to see other people. Exactly, it was boring to just see one person. Well, yeah, I don't know what exactly she said, but yeah, it seemed like that maybe. I don't know. It's about control. But then again, like, and then why is someone like that if that's the case? But do you think that? Is she even surprised that then Xander steps up to, to you know, say, oh, like, does all that go unsaid that then he does it? He's obviously, we're going on tour. Oh, he's going to be my opening act. It's almost like, oh, wait, does Xander realize everything with Rob? And he knows the truth about Rob. He's the one who took the picture. So I can't. Now Xander has something over me. And of course, now he's going to open on my tour. Like, is it supposed to be? It is. It is a little convoluted, I guess. Yeah, exactly. But it's convoluted. Great word. Convoluted. 
the weekend. Yeah. Also, what what did you think of um, Isaac bringing Nikki into the performance, <laughs> like humping her on the floor? That's Isaac. That's not. That's not. That's definitely. I think up. they're implying she needs to get laid. The, oh, and then the, what they were saying at the character Yeah, a lot of the stuff, even a lot of the Finkelstein dialogue, it's. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Eli Roth is not a good actor. I mean, he's he's. Wait, you know, Andy, what did what did you want to say? No, no, it's just crude, I guess. Uh, like even, that being said, nothing, nothing in this episode was worse than yeah, that yeah. one. Uh, uh, what was it? Yes, Epstein yeah. Island line. Right. I said the writer should go to hell. I made no mention of Eli Roth, who of course delivered the actual one, and for all I know, actually came up with that himself. I don't know how much of the show was was uh improv but can you remind me what that line was or can you just no rachel we don't need to say it uh, i'll, it's, I'll it's, send it to you or something okay it's it's truly awful yeah. oh my god that is terrible yeah yeah, yeah that's eli, eli roth i i've enjoyed some of your films but yeah you can you can go to hell for that as well so you, you can i give you guys a couple of what were you gonna say this? what was that you would say I won't say this if you're the actor. Jack one, that line. Yeah. No, I wouldn't. Awful. But you also don't think babies are ugly. This is true. You guys want a couple can I give you a couple of uh Levinson quotes? I don't know. Uh, um, yeah. Okay. Jocelyn is a very calculated and strategic person. She knows exactly what she wants and she'll stop at nothing to get it. Jocelyn needs to devour those around her to feel like she has something to say. Levinson, Levinson added, or Levinson said, adding that Tedros has actually become the victim. Yeah, it's like, and I think that's what sort of happened, right? That, that's what happened in the show. But yeah, there is a disservice to doing this if you're all the people telling the story are men. Like, it's just... I don't even know how they think that's right. Like, are they so far up their own asses, like up their heads so far up their own asses that they think like, oh yeah, we can speak for, we can make this woman this terrible villain and prey on this, oh, poor depraved pimp that went to prison for six years for kidnapping his ex-girlfriend. And he did well, this, I mean, basically he did oh, sorry. All, sorry. And he basically he did this all out of love because he loved the idea of Jocelyn so much that he set this all up because he's just a lovesick no, loser. Him? No, but was he? Did he even like her? Was he just using her and now he's stuck with her? Because what's the punishment? <laughs> if he likes her, what's the punishment? This show I, is I so bad. I hadn't read this before I watched the finale. Or, I'm sorry, I hadn't read this until um, today, basically. So I watched the finale. I'm curious what you guys thought. So the very end of the show, <laughs> well, now I'm considering what Corey, you and uh, Andy said. Did you guys consider Tedros to in any way be a victim? And is that is that what you guys think the filmmakers thought? I don't. I was don't, that your perception of it I at the time the of viewing? In the beginning of the episode, though, I was like, there was an I was taking issue with the fact that like he he really found the people, whether he's bad or good or whatever. But for someone else to take credit for it again, Jacqueline, you watched the first four episodes. 
I mean, by the end of this, everyone is a victim to her. I mean, Diane is, you know, turned into a victim because Fuck of Diane. No, Fuck I'm. Diane. I'm at, I... <laughs> Wait, hold on a second. How f Diane? Where Diane basically thought that. She had her blessing, Jocelyn's blessing after coming out true. No, first of all, she's sad. She's just riding Jocelyn's coattails. She gets discovered as one of her backup dancers. She is like, she's an integral part to Tedros's plan to lure Jocelyn to the club. She takes Jocelyn single. Doesn't matter if Jocelyn said do it or not. I think she deserved everything that she got in the end. Okay. I mean, I couldn't fully disagree, but I could understand how someone could see her as as a victim in this as well. I mean, no, but I'm asking you, Corey. Yeah. End of the show, end of the series, potentially, uh, most likely. What did you think of Tedros? That's how you saw him. And what do you think? Uh, what do you think the filmmakers intended? I think the filmmakers intended to the idea that women do whatever they, t- whatever they, whatever they can to go and succeed. And men in the long run, are just put to the side in order to go and make them happy. That's what this show ended up being. And, and I'm not saying this real. to me, and the, the idea of Tedros being a victim, I can't express to you how insane I think that is. I, if you watch the end of that, that the end of the show, he is a victim. Should he be a victim? No. Well, what do we care? What do you say? Absolutely show, we, not. Right. Do we care that he's a victim? I don't know if we care or not, but I mean, that's if we do or don't care. That's also a problem with the whole entire show, where you you're bringing up this character, and at the end of the day, you don't care about him one way or another. You may care the fact that he got his just desserts, but he at the end, do you really care about Tedros by the end of the show? Do you do you care about Diane? Do you care about Le- maybe you care a little bit about Leah because you wanted you know Leah? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, do you-, you don't care enough to learn her name, but a little bit about her. Yeah, like, do you care about Jaime? Do you care about almost anybody? Well, and yeah, the filmmakers didn't care enough to show more than they did. Yeah, there should have been more to that. I care about Destiny. Yeah, her too. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I think she's the best thing that comes out of this show. And then, like, she's the one that knows Tedros is, like, the rest of the management team was all surprised that she brought him on stage, right? But Destiny knows. Because she's there in the room when... Destiny, Destiny was forgiving. And I think she's supposed to be the audience. Destiny is supposed to be the audience. Give me a break. I don't disagree with you, but that's what basically The weekend and Sam Levinson did with that character, where she's the one who sees the best in everyone, even though, even if at the beginning she's like, let's get rid of this this chump, and you know he's, he's a cancer and everything. By the end, she's the one who goes, look how great all these talents are. Chloe has a future this and that and yeah he might be there might be problems but look what he's done to help and it's basically this they're feeding you a line of bullshit to say by the end of this show we're supposed to love and care about everyone because no one's perfect mm-hmm. and that's even what do you Corey, you mentioned fever dream did anyone else think at any point toward the end that it may have been a dream I thought- it, it was at, at points it, it seems so surreal and just unrealistic to me. Agreed. Yeah, I mean, I literally, the first, at least the first like 40 minutes of this episode, and like I said, maybe it's because it was one o'clock in the morning, but I literally was like, are we going to at some point wake up, uh, She, you know, Jocelyn's going to wake up and it's basically the day after, you know, she went and got revenge with, with Hot Rob. I mean, 
I, for the longest time, thought this was all a dream. Heartthrob Rob, yeah. Sorry, Heartthrob Rob. But I really, I or Ryan, whatever. Or, or Ryan, yeah. Or, or Ryan Gosling look uh, standing. No, I mean, I literally thought that she was going to wake up and we were going to get, you know, basically a Dallas moment where we find out, you know, the whole tight season never happened. I mean, Bobby Ewing's in the shower. I, I mean, I don't know what the hell was going on this episode. Like I said before, it felt like a fever dream, and I was like. What is going on here? Like, that's and great. Like, All these people can think, sing. Great, great. I hope they have more careers. What if he accepted the money from Haim to stay out? Yeah, like then no article comes out. Which I was like, he's like, I'll go to Plan B. Like, what did you think Plan B was? Well, Plan B was the article. Of, uh, no, I know. I'm saying before we found when that. When he said it. Yeah. But it was going to kill him. <laughs> I really, I was... I was like, like beat him up, but I was like, I don't know if that's too. Yeah, because he said, yeah, let's some of the effect of let's go to Plan B. You know, I I like Plan B or something like that. Yeah, I like it better. I prefer it. Okay, but let's say he just accepted the money. He didn't. Now he didn't get his whole this article written, torn down, lose his club, whatever other exposition they set up in that. Forty-five um, seconds. Yeah. Yeah. Does Jocelyn have? control over him still in the same way like all these pieces also had to like fall together perfectly to make the story that like jocelyn's now controlling him or something that's a good question so she would the career is going strong she's got his singers Mm -hmm. which i mean they don't no one belongs to anybody it's great right of you know, course. you find someone, it's great. It would be great to be paid for your work like that, like a fee or, you know, whatever it is. Think about, like, even uh, that thing you do. The, the one guy, he said, I'm small potatoes. I got to hand you over to Tom Hanks. Right? Like, we don't go back. Never saw it. Oh. It's worth a, it's worth a uh, rewatch or a first watch. It was, it's, it's, a, it's a very interesting and well-done film. Lots of twists and turns. Much better twists and turns than in uh, the weekend's uh, fever dream of, you know, how he's the victim. Well, anyway, but like, yeah, I'd watch um, that thing you do again, sure. And music, music in it, you know. Yeah. One hit wonders. Uh, another question. So once we go to that, they're in the stadium, you get this whole thing about mental illness being a gold mine. Um, they, which, uh, I don't know. It's also, you know, like the first episode or the second episode where they say mental illness is sexy. I mean, it's that's I think that's another problem. And, and I know that we discovered Kanye as well. Now she's supposed to be like a Kanye type and people are saying. Which I, I wonder what the relationship between Kanye West and uh, yeah, the, the people and, are waiting to see if he tweets she's something. Really, she's just a collage of everything that's wrong with the industry. Yeah. She is. I mean, that's a good. That's a great way to look at it. Right? I mean, the whole there, team. There's a parallel I kind of want to draw, and just hear me out. I know that this isn't like race-based issues in this show, but you know when people complain, oh, why is there Black History Month or something? Like, why don't white people get a month? That's like what it's given with them turning it around, as in the man is the victim, or the men, men are manipulated by women, and that like we truly hold the power. Or something. It very much feels like when people complain about a marginalized group being empowered mm-hmm. for maybe a split second it's like nope nope we got now we got to make a show about how women are are manipulative 
another that's how point. it feels with having sam levinson as the director to me and i don't know what the fuck is going on in the weekend's ted but this show was not it yeah it's- no yeah that's yeah that's kind of what i was yeah it's just a problem to be when knowing that they're the people behind it this how much the story turns into her being this yeah the bad guy and in the way she became the bad guy too oh she does the hello angels um, no but like yeah the uh yeah the hello angels the uh, at one point during the show she referenced or during the concert she referenced uh, was the whole audience her family or just uh tedros's singers yeah i think it was like the audience she's like i want to introduce tedros to you guys my family Mm. well yeah i thought i thought like bringing up family then they were gonna play family that's my favorite song from this whole thing i think i can't stop singing it <laughs> is it amazing maybe i'm missing it i mean i guess this shows maybe half a second you know the selflessness i guess you want to say of the weekend but we do we ever even hear the weekend singing this whole entire show not not his <laughs> album not his songs playing <laughs> what do you mean do we <laughs> No, I'm saying we, well, he's Tedros isn't a singer. That's why he's a. Well, they mentioned that Tedros back in the day was trying to be a rapper. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't know. Well, I heard them talking about when they did that family song. Like, I mean, because this is the thing. I mean, I I, I want to see what the Susanna son does, the Chloe uh, character. I I like her. The best of all, the music I, and um. Yeah, I mean, I thought Ramsey. She's great. She doesn't have any, barely any music. I know, like, maybe she was, it's one of these where she was more going into acting and then breaking, but like, yeah, but she wrote all these songs. She wrote, I feel like she wrote Family. She wrote that Crocodile Tears just for the show, like, twiddling around. Okay, let me do this or that. Yeah, and I really can't find, she has a cover of Bye 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 that was in... um NSYNC? Yes, there's a co- a cover of her Chloe. Imagine like the Chloe singing it. Wow, it was from the movie Red Rocket. But other than that, another one know, I want to see. I'm surprised that she doesn't have more of a singing. Oh my god, she opened for the weekend in Stockholm, Sweden. Yeah, well, I know you. Obviously, the weekend, the weekend knows all of them, right? I mean, even the, the Xander. Like everyone was like, oh, he's in the show for a reason. He's got to be in the show for a reason. Because he, you know, I guess has a, they all have a fan base. The Isaac uh, Moses Sumney or whatever. Like, you know, like everyone, they all have their own fans. Yeah, I just, um, yeah, I I don't know. I'd want to hear more of that Susanna something. But anyway, she was saying when she was, uh, or someone was saying, they're singing that family song and they were like, oh, I know it was like so hard for Abel to not like join in and sing with us because he can't because he's Tedros. But when you see the version, I feel like there's another version of the song and The weekend is singing in the family like the verse. Like if you try to be like, I like that song. I want to listen to it. You get The weekend. So. <laughs> wow. Crazy. Uh yeah. Anyway, also, um, yeah, just on like how back and forth. It was just funny all that 
that Nikki was going to be like, oh, don't even worry about Destiny and Haim. Like, we'll do this to get, like, I see you, you, you scouted this talent, like, bring this to me, cut them out. And they're talking about cutting out Nikki, right? So hey, Josh, that that uh, I can be your cunt line. <laughs> like, well, my, my happiest moment in the show was because I screwed up earlier when saying Tedros, I said Tetris. Oh, uh, yeah. Then that was they, that was my uh called them Tetris. I don't know where Tetris or Super Mario Brothers is. <laughs> but this is great. Okay, good. How much he was like, how pressed are these people for time? That like, he like he was like, I don't have time. I don't, don't want to see this. I don't want to see this. Okay, yeah, she's great. Move move along. I was like, what? I mean, another but, thing is like we get that whole Mitch or Mitchell character. We find out who he is at the end. And he's supposed to be like the whole entire time he's like Tet- Tetros is like enforcer, his number two. And all of a sudden at the end of the day, he just aligns with Jocelyn and is part of the family without him. I mean, I don't know who, well, I don't, so they didn't really weird. develop any story on him. I don't know if he was, well, who he was. I mean, yeah, he did seem like an enforcer type, but I don't know how loyal like he, he was. A bunch, you know, he was threat, you know, basically threatening uh, Leah, or sorry, Leah, you know, multiple, multiple times. I mean, I guess, you know, if there is a, if there is a, if there's unfortunately a season two, which uh, Rachel is mostly squirming in her chair now going, please, no, please, no, please, no. But if there is. Well, why would there be? Well, you've got. What the, would you do with a season two? You got the, the, the late, you got the latest storyline following up what was in the envelope and what's, what's going on with her. I mean, I guess. Okay, you, so a whole season, Corey? What's well, in the why, do you, why do you, why do you put that nugget in there? If they d- didn't hope to have a second season, I mean, I think it basically probably says like, Jocelyn, I love you, my friend, but I can't yeah. see all this. So that was going wrong. I need to be out, take care of myself. Like, I just think it was mishandled. I don't know that they were necessarily setting things up for second season. Yeah. Unless you're know. doing, if it's supposed to be, I see, I thought, what if, yeah, if we lost some characters, you know something happened um yeah then you could do like an idol but using a different like new characters like maybe you could keep the management team maybe it's their new you know i mean you'd have to tell Uh, that's that's enough you don't know i I agree i i would have liked this to end after after the pilot uh but uh you're not telling me that there isn't a story of like Diane's revenge or different people or what happens with Chloe. What do you think? I see people were complaining about some of the, the line reads of when she said, is she a better fuck than me or whatever? Well, she's in the elevator. She's like, it was Jocelyn, wasn't it? It's like, okay. We're trying to hurt your people. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. Didn't bother me. No. You don't, you don't want like a, a six episode spinoff of uh the Andrew Finkelstein uh, Chronicles? Not that I would want it, but I mean... No, and but again, I I didn't think Eli Roth was bad on the show. I, I didn't liked love some of his dialogue. I didn't like him in the last episode. I thought him in like the first, like the first like two times we saw him, I thought he was fine. I think that the last episode, even without the, uh, the Epstein Island line, I think that he just was like too much in that final episode. I've said it any number of times. What do we have to do? to see the previous version of this thing. That's something I would want to see. Yeah, well, we, we may have a better chance of seeing that than, you know, Batgirl. But, um, yeah, it is... Just how, just how similar were the scripts? How many 
is it all the same character or it's probably not all the same characters, right? I, I don't know. I'm just I'm I'm very curious. Like so, did, did Anne Heche and Elizabeth Banks were did they Elizabeth Berkeley. Elizabeth Berkeley <laughs> getting worse. Um Yeah, were they in Simons's version and it just carried over? And it just they never shot went. they actually shot a bunch of that version or Yeah, they shot the whole entire thing. Eighty percent. Yeah, 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 but like not edited or anything like that. So it would take a lot to be able to see maybe what would would come out of it, right? Hey, we did get you know four hours. Uh, um, uh, so maybe. like, why is it that he only realizes the brush is brand new? That like, didn't he use the brush before? Is it just like? I think he was so fast and. You're so into uh, the idol of Jocelyn. And what is she getting out of? Or did she? Was it a? Was it not the? Was it not the same brush? Did she get a brand new brush? And he asked her if that's the same one, and she said yes. And so, and that, and that's when he knew she was. She'd been lying to him. But I think at the end of the day, I, if you want to say Tedros is her muse, she she brought out. These other parts of her to go. I with. also hate that too, but yeah, okay. I agree. Well, and this is, uh, yeah, here, uh, here we go again. Creator Sam Levinson offered further insight saying throughout the season, Jocelyn has been searching for inspiration. She's looking to go to an uncomfortable place and it's just ultimately looking for that next song, that next album. Tedros becomes the conduit for that creative unlocking. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. But she needs. So that's to- like glorifying mental illness, glorifying abuse glorifying violence i mean whatever i I, yeah i just don't see where she needs to like keep him forever well i I, in order to go and protect you could say in order to protect herself from other things happening she goes and keeps him around and just keep him in his place i mean i mean i thoroughly enjoy ripping apart the show because i think it is terrible but i almost the more we talk about it almost i slightly feel bad the fact that we're we're ripping apart this show, and I think it kind of comes down to the idea that this show was kind of just there at the end of the day. You know, I mean, it's not. Yeah, it wait a minute, cool. Corey. You you feel bad. You feel bad now. Yeah, I mean, really. What? I, now, that, I'm sorry. That moment. That was when we see like where it ended, and I just don't like like the things if it stands for or things it's um, perpetrating. That you know. I, I love the uh, AV club. They, they put uh, the Idol season one finale. Josh goes full Britney in a messy send off. I mean, it's in a way, it's almost like uh, making not making fun of, but like bringing more into light the idea of like the whole Britney Spears. You yeah, know, now we're now we're what are we doing? Why? Like, exactly, we're making excuse. It's just like I don't know why they made this show. I mean. I know that HBO wants to keep Sam Levinson, uh, Levinson, you know, happy because they've lost, you know, basically two of their another two of their biggest shows this season with Barry and Succession, and they want to keep Euphoria, uh, Money Train just coming through because they some of the shows aren't doing as well as you know they may have thought, you know, but I don't know if this is the the right thing to have. I mean, that's that's been like the rumor this whole time that good or bad. Uh, as the as this show is because they want to keep you know staying like in the San Levinson business they're gonna they might give this a second season and this show didn't deserve a first season but you know it, it depends on the one thing I will give credit to this show 
is the fact that the interaction, even with us, the idea of how deep we're going into this 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 crap fest of a show, it's one of the most talked about shows on all of Twitter. Or uh, every week after the show is after the show is aired, you can see pages of of dialogue, good and bad, in multiple languages. I mean, you could find a ton of stories in Spanish on this show and Korean. You see a, the the interaction that this show has had around the world and when it comes to social media they're doing something right in that end as much as we may not like either the whole things or parts of it sam levinson and the weekend have struck a nerve either in a good way or a bad way that's made this show noteworthy is should this show get nominated for any type of awards in the emmys i would say no but i mean for just noteworthiness and actually bring conversation either the right way or even the wrong way on mental illness and different things it has brought up conversations, and I guess in that way, maybe. Yeah, it's but it's it's depth. such a it's a significant significant backlash. Would they even want to do a second season? Yeah, I feel like they're just wanted to deny the things until they got through a season. I also was wondering, like, because if we thought, like, let's say Jocelyn died, or Tedros died, or like, I mean, because they're the big players, mm-hmm. uh like saying there's not a second like then you can be like well of course we weren't having a second season see but we didn't want to tell you like the reveal you know mm-hmm. i i don't know i mean like as bes- last thing on this bes- besides mm-hmm. you know like the last of us what current shows right now on that are still running on hbo or hbo max or max whatever we're calling it <sighs> Are getting even half of the buzz. I mean, like the Game of Thrones spinoff has mm-hmm. been. I was going to see a House of Dragon. I mean, House a lot of Dragons of... has you know White as, Lotus. As much as people love White Lotus, are people talking about White Lotus to like this degree when that show was? I mean, I can't say. I mean, from I never saw. Do the, you are you going? Of... You're not watching White Lotus, and you're not. Yeah, but I still look like every as a, as a fan of television and the medium. I look on Twitter and different things and. And ratings and different, you know, being from the on the wrestling side of stuff when it comes to television. I look at I try to look at interaction on what the metrics are on Twitter and stuff to see what people are talking about. And yeah, but, we were in our, Corey, that's just that. Well, what we is were talking Twitter... about White Lotus? We had a lot of conversations about like some of what the character's um, choices and, you know, didn't didn't do. We were waiting for Rachel to catch up to pose different questions, you know, different disagreement. Right, um, Brandon? about with me. yes yeah yes i, mean, I remember reading that like um too. like uh as far as uh online chatter goes yellowstone is not a particularly uh buzzy show but it obviously has huge numbers so yeah online chatter twitter what is what does uh, all that even mean how, how important is any of that stuff Corey? It was only it's important in getting people to watch, but if people are already watching. Well, how many people are hate? How, I mean, you know, because of the podcast, we've been hate. Well, some of us have been hate watching this show for the last four and a half, five weeks. I mean, like, but what are the actual numbers? What are the actual numbers? The numbers have been for streaming and stuff. The numbers have been very solid. I mean, they've out, yeah. you know, uh, other recent HBOs. I mean, like I hear like. It's a different type of thing, and I, I know that we're going off on a, a tizzy here. But, like, the rehearsal, I hear, is phenomenal. But how many people, after, like, the first week of the, the rehearsal was on, have really spoken at all about it? I mean, you know, I May Destroy You, which I hear is excellent. 
Mm-hmm. How much are people like the, the internet? Yeah, people should we watch watch that and watch that. Yeah, I mean, hacks I hear is great, but how often besides when good, it comes yeah, to, I agree. When it comes to like Emmy nominations for I think was it Gene Smart, right? Is it Gene Smart's in that one, right? And yeah. For, yeah. Besides Emmy nominations, occasionally for, for hacks, when do you ever hear even a half the amount of conversation that you got? I mean, but not yeah. every show you can't. There's so many shows. You not every show is meant to have the same amount of conversation. Agreed. Levinson may have been. He may have been right. He he did. You, he did call it. What started and then now the the bear. Have you ever seen a lot on that? I've seen a good amount on it, and like I finished yeah. through the second season, and that was a dump of you know they released them all on Hulu same day. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I agree, but like I said, like this whole Sex in the City, sp- and I, I apologize, I'll, I'll end this after this. Like this whole Sex in the City spinoff, the only reason why anybody has spoken about it in the last couple of months is because you know the Samantha cameo that we're going to have for you know thirty seconds or whatever the scene is where she's not going to even be with anybody else from the cast. I mean, Kim Cattrall. <laughs> You know, coming back. Yeah, I've, I've so been dreaming like, about it. If you were to make a show, you would just make some kind of controversy, so people would be talking about it. I mean, it's it's a it's a it's based on a uh, wrestling thing from a guy named Eric Bischoff. He used to run WC, uh, WCW. Controversy creates cash, mm-hmm. and you can. Well, put no, that... I know. I'm saying that's what you're saying. Your business plan would be. It's got to be part of, it, especially when you're a company that's that's bleeding money in HBO uh, HBO Max slash Discovery, which. This is they basically have sold half of the music library for for HBO to put in more revenue for cash. I mean, the DC stuff has has tanked. The Flash has basically made ba- barely no money. They got a reboot with you know the Superman Legacy. All of this stuff is going on, and HBO needs pe- good or bad. They need people to actually talk about them, and they're good shows. People, it goes in one year, and two weeks later, it's out the other. And you've had for five straight weeks. People I mean, I see, yeah, that. but like you said, like I know Succession's over, but tons of talk about Succession. I agree. I, I'm saying there are other quality shows that they still have. No one is talking about, mm-hmm. and you know what? I'm sure there are more people who are watching Max right now or HBO to see what everyone is talking about. To see, is it really this bad? And you know, mm-hmm. maybe people like me. I, I think as a result, I just want to understand. I might check out your Euphoria. For at least an episode or two now, just to see, is this what all of this stu- uh, Sam Levinson stuff is? Uh, well, is- a lot of people were. There's a lot of things that in this show where you like when I'm looking at Reddit, people are like, "This is just like this storyline in Euphoria. This is just oh, like okay. how they ended this season. This is, you know, they don't know how." I mean, I, you can draw similarities probably anywhere. Rachel, right. are you like just like so interested, or did you fall asleep? No, I, I just like don't agree with Corey. Like, I think that Sam and Abel are going to come out and say, I, I, first of all, I think they thought this was going to be an actual hit. I think that they really like thought they did something with this show. Oh, it is a hit. It is absolutely a hit. It's not a good hit, but it's a hit. Right. But I, I think that they thought oh, we're putting out the best version of this show that we can, which is just turned mm-hmm. out not to be true. But I also think that Sam and Abel are going to come out when they're on their press tour or whatever, and they're going to act like they're proud of it. I, I Don't you have to? And they're going to say any press is good press mm-hmm. because it does get people talking about it. I, I don't know. I just, I, if they make a second season, I'm sorry, I will not be watching. <laughs> I've seen The weekend try to distance himself more and more from his uh, character. Talking about how just 
despicable he thinks he is, basically saying the sex scenes aren't meant to be sexy, that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I guess, you know what, the last thing, and I think that's the last thing, but this conversation is, is actually, I think, is very, very interesting. I think part of my hate and, and anger about this whole type thing, hmm. I wasn't going to initially bring this up, but... Jump into your psyche, let's go. Two days ago, one of the... Shows- <laughs> One of the shows that we were all passionate about talking about each week, and one of the thing, one of the reasons why we were able to get back Brandon to come back on the show as a regular, is when we spoke about single drunk female, which uh, free, uh, free, hold on, no, hold on, with Freeform and Hulu just canceled, which I think is a thousand percent times better show than that. Yeah, half, well, it's a good uh, show, no, and people weren't watching. They, you know, why they cancel it? There was no buzz. There was nothing really going on with that type. So of- many shows, Corey. Agreed. And that's what I think HBO has done so well. They've got a, a shit burger with, uh, with this show. Um, God damn, I forgot what we were talking about. The Idol. And they've gotten so much publicity and on Twitter and everything else. And a show that actually spoke with real issues yeah. about, you know, addiction, oh. sobriety, mm-hmm. all this things basically went by the wayside and is gone. I mean, and Hulu basically said July 1st, it's off our service. And I guess unless you're going you know, to Amazon to actually buy episodes, the show in about, you know, a week will have like almost like never existed. Not and, a week. And now we've yeah, got already gone. July 1st already passed. Yeah, I know. I'm saying it's it's gone. <laughs> and like I said, unless you're going to go support it by buying the episodes that way, a show that I think actually had a meaning and a purpose, mm-hmm. a single drunk female will basically not, you know, have basically never existed. Yeah. Unless- How's Brandon going to watch season two? <laughs> No, but it, it it no, I don't disagree with you. It is a it it it's is a good show. And it is an important topics and I think they discuss them in good ways and interesting ways, maybe ways you don't always see. Like I you know, the characters are um yeah, just fully developed characters, complex, everything like that. And so you're saying now that you're so frustrated with that news that you're like, if this doesn't get canceled, then that's it. <laughs> And it, like, My so-called life all over again, right, Rachel? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I mean, you know, like you know, going back to the whole type of thing, you know, the the amount of good bad press, like one of the greatest shows in the history of of television, of cable, The Wire. Uh, like when it was initially on, basically, unless you were a diehard fan of HBO, you didn't know that it was like was re- like kind of even there until years after the fact, where it got a second life based on. With like mm-hmm. HBO becoming a streaming service and everything, and people of word of mouth. Like if something like that was on now and it had Twitter and the publicity to go and build up the greatness of that show and everything that happened, that show could have been even bigger than it was. But at this point, we have with the good and the bad of Twitter, a show like The Idol, which like I said, there are good moments. And I'm hoping like the woman who played Destiny and Hank Azaria and those people, you know, take this and become more. Where people go back and watch Jane Adams on Hung, which is a very similar character, go back and actually see their other works. But just the way that this Frasier. show, or Fra- uh, thank you, or Frasier, but the way that things have happened, where this show has become such. I a- even think. I mean, I think Lily Rose Depp too. I, I think. No, sure, I, I I agree, but I mean, this show just frustrates me so much. Where this is getting all this publicity for the right and the wrong reasons and other shows that are a thousand percent better and more important to the actual social 
climate of, of the world when it comes mm -hmm. to addiction and different things that have been canceled. And this show, just because you've got the backing of, you know, the, the weekend and everything else and all things we've heard based on how this might have been a ripoff of just a revenge piece on Selena Gomez. And maybe that's not as true because of the fact that how this turned out. And maybe in that case, like Selena, Selena that's Gomez, even worse, maybe right, of how she's maybe saying how Selena Gomez actually turned the whole entire story against him. I mean, it's just like, I, I, I'm sorry. I'm getting too emotional. Uh, Corey, all right. Watch your step, okay? I apologize. I don't want to go when over getting, that line. When you're getting down from your soapbox. Yeah. No, no, but I I agree with you. I do agree with you. <laughs> Does any, anybody else other than Corey have anything to say about The Idol or the uh, last episode? What a show. It, it's something. It's something. Goodbye, Idol. <laughs> we start where we uh we'll finish where we started it's something well if anybody has anything they want to say about the idol i'll listen i don't think rachel will uh cory will give you a whole <laughs> he'll give you a whole diatribe whole on it yeah diatribe is what i was thinking too <laughs> but you can email us you don't know Jackie podcast at gmail.com. You can find us on social media. You don't know Jackie or Jackie podcast on Twitter. If you'd like to support the show, we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash you don't know Jackie. Shout out to our patrons James L., Rona J., John M., Cassia, Maria, Anastasia, M., Kelly O., Brenda G., Kate C., John J. Thank you. Just uh, you don't know Jackie. You can always search that. So rate, review, subscribe for our show, not for the idol if you're writing the review, but we, we definitely appreciate uh, any feedback that we get. I just wanted to quickly say, you know, and if anybody has any suggestions on any shows that they think that we would like on to watch on our own or to talk about next, because we do have a little bit of a lull until the next, the return of some shows that we may talk about again, like a bad sister or other show or other shows. Sisters, yeah. Bad sisters. Yeah. It's not just one. It's not just one sister's bad. They're all bad. They're all bad. But no. Justified. <laughs> I, I'm, I'll be watching. But, you know, like I said, though, if you have any suggestions on shows or, or you know, even discussion ideas on the medium of, of film and television that you want us to discuss. Yeah. We'll give it a shot. And we do appreciate everyone who's been on this journey of the weekend. Yeah. Thank you, everybody, for listening. <laughs> and thank you to Jackie Rachel, Jackie Brandon, and Corey for joining me. Hope you enjoyed the epi. Bye. Bye. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm so glad it's over. <laughs> what, Corey's speech or no? <laughs> Corey had good points. He had good points, but I was just like, I wonder what Rachel's doing when listening to this. Goodbye, angels. Bye, guys. Talk to you later. <laughs> Bye. Uh, so Rachel's out for a season two, Corey. Would you be in? <laughs> if I'm told to do something, I follow directions. Oh please. Can I can I hate can I, can I Yeah, I just think you actually part of you liked being able to 
just go off on it because there's shows you were like oh haven't been able to keep up with it and oh you guys are good you just do it you're like i can't let them talk about this show without getting my perspective in oh god 